0: howdy and welcome to wise about texas your award-winning texas history podcast my name is ken wise and i appreciate you tuning in for a little bit of texas history today well i want to start off uh, this episode with an apology it's been a while since i put out the last episode on the secret court of the republic of texas and uh I'm just going to plead busyness. Uh, If you haven't noticed, there's an election going on, and many of the listeners to this podcast know I sit as a justice on the 14th Court of Appeals. Our headquarters uh, courthouse is in Houston, but we cover 10 counties in southeast and central Texas, over 6 million people in that 10-county district. Uh, And so it's a little bit busy right now since I'm on the ballot on November 3rd, and that's why... It's been a little while since I've done an episode. Uh, Campaigning in 10 counties with over 6 million people is like running in one of the 20th largest states in the country. And so it is a little bit busy. One day, a quick anecdote I went out to deliver some signs and do a little campaigning. I drove 400 miles in one day and never left the appellate district. So. That's what I've been up to. Uh, by the way, uh, this we keep the politics off the history podcast. My politics uh, Facebook site, uh, Justice Ken wise on Facebook or wise for texas on the web. I get listeners who ask about that. So Wise4Texas.com or Justice Kenwise on Facebook. So I appreciate your patience and I appreciate uh, all the great support this podcast is getting. It is uh, continuing to grow, and we've got a big anniversary for the podcast coming up next month, so uh, look for an episode related to that. We are entering the anniversary time of the Texas Revolution, so I hope everybody remembered the good folks of Gonzales, Texas, the last October the 2nd, Um, the Come and Take It Battle of Gonzales. I owe you an episode on that, so uh, we'll move that up the list. And coming up on October 28th is the anniversary of the Battle of Concepcion, so go through the old wise about Texas catalog and find that episode, one of the more underrated battles of the Texas Revolution, in my opinion. Well, when you're on the campaign trail, I wanted to um, talk today about, just very briefly, about the pledge to the Texas flag. When you're on the campaign trail, you go to a lot of meetings, and usually... The Texas Pledge is said right after the pledge to the American flag. But if you listen carefully, you'll notice that the volume drops a little bit and the number of people saying it aren't quite as many because everyone seems to know the pledge to the American flag, as we all should, as we stand and recite it. But uh, fewer people know the pledge to the Texas flag. I even had somebody tell me, you know, um, it wasn't until I got involved in politics that I even knew Texas had a Pledge of Allegiance. Well, we're going to fix that right now. So after the Battle of San Jacinto, we had the first election in Texas. I think I talked a little bit about this last episode. First election was in September of 1836 and set up, adopted the Constitution, which set up the government, etc. The Congress began meeting in October of 1836 in West Columbia. Well, they adopted the official flag of the Republic of Texas in December of 1836. And that flag was a large yellow star on a blue background, and it's known as the David Burnett flag. I'll tell you in a second why that's important. Um, So fast forward to 1933. Um, Remember, Texas was admitted to the union by joint resolution. It wasn't annexed. Uh, It wasn't taken over in any way by the United States. We went in by joint resolution. And so... uh, The Texas flag and loyalty to the Texas flag has a little bit different characteristic than other states. Um, So in 1933, the state legislature decided that uh, they would require school children to recite a Pledge of Allegiance to the Texas flag, just like they did to the U.S. flag. And the original Pledge of Allegiance read like this. Honor the Texas flag of 1836. I pledge allegiance to thee, Texas, one and indivisible. Well, the problem is that the 1836 flag, as I just mentioned, was the David Burnett flag. In 1839, under President Lamar, we officially adopted the Lone Star flag as we know it today, with the red and the white and the blue, and the white star on the blue background. And so... The original Pledge of Allegiance pledged allegiance to a specific flag that no longer existed. Everybody knew it was a mistake, but it took 32 years to fix it. It wasn't until 1965 that those words were removed from the Pledge of Allegiance to the Texas flag. The pledge then read, Honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas one and indivisible. Well then, that pledge was amended again in the 21st century to add the words one state under God. So we get our current Texas Pledge, which is honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to thee, Texas, one state under God, one and indivisible. Now every pledge needs a a few rules around it. And so uh, the statute governing the Pledge of Allegiance talks about uh, the Pledge of Allegiance to the state flag, may be recited at any public or private meeting at which the Pledge of Allegiance to the United States flag is recited, and a state historical event or celebration. So what's interesting about that statute is that it, as you read it according to the normal way you read statutes, it requires that the Pledge of Allegiance to the United States flag also be recited. Um... It, the statute goes on to specify that the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States should be recited before the Pledge of Allegiance to the state flag, if both are recited. And uh, both would be recited normally, unless it is a state historical event or celebration, at which time you may not, you do not have to recite the Pledge to the United States flag. And here's how uh, you should, the position you should take when reciting the Pledge to the state flag. If you're not in uniform, you should face the state flag and stand at attention with your right hand over your heart. And if you, you should always remove your head covering, of course. And you should hold that head covering to your left shoulder so that your hand is over your heart. Uh, if you are not in uniform and a member of the Armed Forces or a veteran, you are welcome to make a military salute while reciting the pledge. And if you are in uniform, you should remain silent, face the flag, and make the military salute. So those are the rules governing the recitation of the pledge to the Texas flag. The last little tidbit I'll leave you with is this. There are 16 other states that also have a pledge of allegiance to their flag. But uh, none of them, of course, were a republic. So that wraps it up for this quick episode of Wise About Texas. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much for your patience. Make sure you go out and vote if you haven't already. We got two more weeks of early voting, Election day November third. Uh, I just want to say it again. Thank you so much for your patience. It's a busy time. and but I am uh, the day does not go by that I don't do something related to Texas history. So hang in there with me. We'll get back on a better schedule very soon. Let's make sure and get that Texas Pledge memorized. Honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to thee, Texas, one state under God, one and indivisible. We'll see you down the road.